0: Welcome back to another exciting episode of the Die Hard Minute, where every day, Monday through Friday, Movies by Minute hosts talk about one minute of the greatest 80s movie ever. Very exciting. This movie was made in 1988 by John McTiernan, and it's called Die Hard. I'm Thomas Howarth. I'm from the Never Any Minute.
1: Hey, guys. Uh, I'm Jonathan Carlisle. I was just ordering a pizza.
0: <laughs> I don't think you said that right. <laughs> <laughs>
2: and I'm Steve Lasto. I'm just going to have a
0: smoke. What better place for that than the top of a Nakatomi Plaza? Woohoo! We made it! On the roof.
2: Roof, there it is. Roof, there it is.
0: <laughs> the roof, the roof, the roof will be on fire.
1: <laughs> all right. So I think that's it for the minute. All the references right? are right there. and
2: <laughs> You guys have fun. Um, See ya. <laughs> so, um, uh, Thomas, thank you for coming back once again.
0: Thanks again for having me, guys.
2: This is our final, um, our final minute for this week. But as I understand it, we have um, five more minutes in the second hour of this movie, and they are good minutes. Are they? I don't Ooh. know. What, I don't know what's in them. I haven't looked yet. It's it's the whole climax. It's everything.
1: Really? Yeah. I do, don't we know get, how, do we
2: get, do we get the line?
1: Uh, I don't know that. <sighs>
2: um, <laughs> I think you've asked I me ha-
1: that before, and I refuse to like find out. So every time you <laughs> ask me, I just don't know.
2: Okay, fair enough. I, I Well, I will, I have two, if I'm not mistaken, I have a month or two to watch the second half of the movie. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> so minute 45, we are minute 45 of Die Hard. And it starts with John McClane continuing to call for help and it ends with gunfire.
0: Gunfire, everybody! Gunfire! Gunfire! <laughs> Barely, or at least yeah, a right. gun fired. <laughs> the
2: crack of one bullet fired. Right.
0: Two
1: two shots, one bullet on the right side, one on the left. Well, I mean that's the audio. It, pew pew! Shoots yeah. from the right to the left. The,
2: the, the report the report of a semi-automatic weapon weapon. Marriage,
0: marriage. What weapons? <laughs> so weapons.
2: if you guys really,
0: if you guys really want to tie this to Princess Bride. <laughs> Hans is about as ingenious as Vicini is because his deduction here is incredible
2: <laughs> <laughs> It really, it really is like he goes from being malevolent genius to Vicini real quickly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he must be on the roof. That's the only place he can get a signal. Where's the best place
2: oh yeah, outside?
0: Actually, <laughs> on the roof.
2: <laughs> I, I actually have some relevant experience to this. Um, I produced okay. an event in a very tall building in New York City. One of the tallest buildings in New York City, in fact. Um, I'm, I'm being oblique about it, but anybody who wants to figure it out can figure it out. But I have my reasons for being oblique. And we have, we need communication from up and down the building. And, you know, we, we use cell phones, we use walkie talkies. It's very difficult to use walkie talkies. And one of the things in this, in this building, and one of the things I've learned is that walkie-talkies don't... Unless you have repeaters that are on the right levels, walkie-talkies are basically useless above those levels. Right. I would assume that applies for a citywide channel as well as a local channel.
0: I don't see a walkie-talkie doing what John wants it to do in the first place. I could understand maybe being good for, you know, talking amongst themselves here. Again, not across multiple levels, but on the same level at least but i do not see it reaching 911 dispatch
2: no <laughs> this this bothers me why would you make a movie and not think this through i don't think we had anything this illogical so we didn't have anything like this in princess bride just to sink our teeth into of this of this nature that i can think of this whole walkie-talkie thing i understand why they used them i i like it but it doesn't stand up to even, you know, if you take even the slightest of a look at it, it, it all falls apart.
0: You know, interestingly enough, I was talking to a coworker today about doing these minutes with you guys. And I brought up the fact that, you know, this was walkie-talkie minutes. And he, his first thought was, I wonder what they would do if they had a chance. To, like, what do kids today think of this, seeing them talk, talking on a walkie-talkie instead of a cell phone? You know, like a cell phone would be absolutely perfect for all this, and it would, you know, obliterate all the other questions. Except he could easily dial nine one one. But that also made me think that what would George Lucas do with this? Would he wipe out all the walkie talkies and post production put in some cell phones instead? If you change this movie
2: and just replace the walkie talkie with cell phones, would it be? And obviously, you need a reference, a way to make them not work. Would this movie be 100% um, in tune with modern technology?
0: No. I mean, (laughs) it would still need other stuff as well, but...
2: No, but I mean, in terms of in-universe technology, would it be up to date?
0: According to these screens that are coming up in this minute, no. (laughs) The display that they use at 911 Central is pretty archaic.
1: Yeah, and the whole... The whole point of the radio is, you know, they cut the phone lines earlier, so they isolated the building. So this is his, like, one and only way to contact the outside world. If if it was all cell phones, that wouldn't really make any sense at all, unless the unless the terrorists like brought in their own uh, like cell booster antenna or something, and unless you could tap into that, your cell phone would not work. Any- I don't know.
2: Well, you need a you need a blocker, and then you need a way to get around the blocker if you were the, if you wanted to use a cell phone yourself.
0: Right. I almost wish he had done something to make it so that that would actually function, like find some way to boost the signal or something so that it could reach off the building. That would maybe make it work okay, but there's no way uh, a walkie-talkie from the top of Nakatomi Plaza is going to contact anyone at 911. Or anyone on the ground, I don't think.
1: (laughs) Or, even if it did... According to some real, real basic research I did, Channel 9 would not go directly to the police anyway. It would go to this uh, Radio Emergency Associated Communication Teams, or otherwise known as REACT. And the REACT team would then contact the police, but it would not go directly to. And it is not an FCC violation.
2: Well, <laughs> here's the thing. These are not listed as police policemen or women in the credits. Well, Dis- one of them is listed. Dispatch. It, one of them is list, listed as, so the, the woman who does the talking here is Diana James and she is listed as nine one one supervisor. Okay. So I, I, I had her down as LA, I had it down as LA pd originally. I don't think LA, I don't think PD actually answers the nine one one phones though. So I don't, I don't know. I don't think that's right.
0: Yeah. It's, it's nine one one is basic emergency for anything. Cause you've got fire, you've got ambulance and you've got police. So it's not just police department. Yeah
2: but i I will hold that there's nobody listening to open channels at nine one one h q in the event somebody <laughs> yes. radios in the whole idea that they're using the same channel doesn't make sense in the first place as we talked about in the previous minute
0: and then to add to that the chances of that same person receiving that random channel being the same person that saw the fire alarm earlier the The odds are astronomical, but don't tell me the odds
1: well. <laughs> Yeah, somehow, because she's pulling up information that he's not telling them. So somehow, through the radio, they're getting it as the phone number or you know something to recognize that where it's coming from.
0: Yeah, that doesn't make any it's, sense at all. It's problematic.
2: Well, maybe it's the, maybe the maybe it's that it's it's like you know how your cell phones ping towers. Maybe it's one of those things. I don't yeah. really, I don't really know how walkie talkies work. I will say
1: that the screenshot that we get with the Nakatomi Plaza, the address and everything, the address is actually the address of the building, the the Fox Plaza that they're using. Yep. So on. they did <laughs> Yep. They did not mess around with that at all. Um I looked nope. up the phone numbers and at least right now, uh the phone numbers are just showing up as uh mobile phone numbers in Los Angeles.
0: I actually um, tried to call both the numbers. Oh, I wasn't bold enough. <laughs> what happened they don't work oh. it just goes to nothing <laughs> i was like i have to try <laughs> is
1: there is there somebody that like goes through you know movie history and anything that's not a 555 number they buy them up and shut them down or something
0: maybe cuz that was the first thing i know or i said to myself i was like or actually my girlfriend said it to me she's like those aren't 555 numbers that's weird so i was like i have to call and see if they're actually <laughs> working <laughs> but they aren't (laughs) i
2: want to take a brief moment seeing as we're meeting a character for the first time in this minute to talk about diana james sure so the the other woman isn't listed in the credits as far as i can find um but i
1: have a i have a quick note that uh the dispatcher is shelly pagoda
2: shelly is it shelly vigoda or shelly pagoda
1: how do you spell it pagoda with the with a p like a pizza
2: like a like a chinese pagoda yeah okay Mm -hmm. Um, I I didn't good good find because I couldn't find that. Um, but Diana James has been in some pretty good movies. She played the pickup girl in Rudy. She was Leona's friend in Predator Two. I should mention none of these roles are any good, Uh, but they're good. But they're (laughs) good. There some of them are good movies. She is she was squeaky waitress in No Holds Barred in Action Jackson in Action Action Jackson. She was a hooker, and in the nineteen eighty eight. TV show. I assume it's a TV show, not just a TV movie. Alienation. She was Ortiz.
0: I remember that show. I don't remember the character, but I do remember that show.
2: They remade it a few years ago, actually. Or maybe they maybe it's oh. they a sequel. I'm not sure.
0: She does have a really pleasant face. It's, uh... I would almost say wasted being on a, a reception line that's only audio, but...
2: When I was reading... She, <laughs> she's cute. She's definitely cute, and she does the, um... She does as much as she can possibly do with this scene. Um, when I was researching strippers for the previous minute, or not strippers, porn stars, or whatever they are. <laughs> Hang on, I lost my thing. When I, was, when I was researching Playboy models for the previous minute, um, I read a reference that there's another Playboy model in the movie, but I was, brief, I was sort of buzzing through the article, so I didn't pay much attention to it. And then when these guys came up, I looked for them, and I was hoping that they would be the Playboy model, um, but she's not.
0: She's not. You see, you got my hopes up and then you doused them just like that.
2: Yeah, You got to take a cold shower, man. <laughs> right?
0: So we do get one of the best liners that's often not thought about when it comes to this movie. I mean, everybody thinks about yippee and stuff like that. But the way he delivers this line is absolutely fantastic. And I, I'll, I'll put quotes and you can bleep it if you need to. But he says no sh- lady does it sound like i'm ordering a pizza classic line
1: which is the best way to get people on your side when you're <laughs> right. you're, you're trying to convince somebody that something's going on i
0: i don't think john McClane is a people person <laughs> there's a reason he spends most of this movie absolutely alone <laughs> i
2: have i gotta be honest with you this is how we talk in new york all the time <laughs> I dial it down for these podcasts, but basically no f-ing yeah, is our go to answer for everything
1: yeah, but you order pizzas. I've heard you
2: well I do i do that i do that on I do that on seamless, so you haven't heard anything, but every once in a while i'll <laughs> one, every once i go to a food cart and um you know somebody will ask me if i want if, if I want ketchup on it or something like that I'll be like, of course, I want ketchup on that mother f-ing. you know I mean that's how we talk here that's what makes us charming people in New York City.
0: <laughs> he's like he goes up to McDonald's and they're like do you want a burger and he's like no f- oh. I don't want a burger does it look like I'm ordering a pizza Here, here's the thing it's
2: it's, a, it's it's definitely crass but it's not wrong <laughs> you know I mean I could see myself in that situation getting exasperated and saying that um, I mean maybe not that but <laughs> I hope I'm in a situation one day where I get a chance to say that
0: yeah, now I'm I'm looking forward to that moment <laughs> in my life.
2: <laughs> um, but I did laugh out loud when I was watching when I was watching the the first half of the movie uh, a few weeks back, and like I heard that line, that was a laugh out loud moment for me.
1: That line very successfully turned her like already disinterest to you know she put up the wall at that point, and be like, all right, I'm not messing around with you guys anymore.
0: Yeah, she's L.A. dispatch, not New York dispatch. They don't deal with that stuff here.
1: I wonder if. What would they say in L.A.? What would be, like, the equivalent? They I mean, would
0: probably give it back to him just as strong as he got it, but they would probably help him because they, they, they're they talking on the same wavelength.
2: Wait, in L.A. or in New York?
0: In New York. Like, if he said that in New York, how would they respond?
1: No, I'm saying, like, what if John McClane was from L.A.? Like, is there, oh. is there like, a translation? You know, would they you
2: could say, it say it the same you way? You could way replace or? taco with pizza.
1: Or ni- <laughs> 1988 would he like gag me with the spoon or anything like that i don't know
0: he would yeah there there's definite sarcasm to be had in in like either ocean surfer type style or valley girl style that would fit well there i can't think of any off the top of my head but there is a language he could speak sarcastically <laughs> from la there
1: so now i'm just <laughs> i'm imagining john mcclain as a valley girl through the whole movie
0: like totally for sure. If you're going to make him as
2: an if you're going to make him as an LA person, I think you make him Chinese or, or um Korean so he can swear in Korean. There's a large Korean. There's <laughs> both a large Korean and a large Chinese population in LA, so take your take your choice. I'm not I'm not sure which which culture swears better.
0: That's funny. That makes me think of uh I've been watching a lot of Firefly lately. All right. And pretty much all all the cursing is in that is is uh is it Korean they speak No, it's that? Chinese. I think it, it's some some a uh, ancient or to them ancient language but they they cover most of their cursing in in that no, language no no it, it's
2: chinese it represents that Is that it? the earth became dominated by the chinese and the american culture that's yeah. that's that's the theory I've, I've never seen firefly of course
1: <laughs> or... <laughs> <laughs> to quote ben stiller from uh, cable guy i think they were speaking asian <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: well done I love when somebody says Oriental incorrectly these days. It's just fun to—it's fun to watch them be corrected. Yeah, it's a tough—that's a toughie.
0: <laughs> All right, so we we get into this elevator now, <laughs> where where Carl apparently has to finish building his gun because they haven't been here long enough for him to have done that already.
1: I think that's why the other guys are kind of giving the stink eye. Like, geez, come yeah, on. Like,
0: wh- why are you just now putting your gun together? We're taking over a whole floor of a building and you have yet to put your gun together. Wait, can we
2: take a jump back here? So before they went to the elevator, um, somebody threw Carl a bag with his gun in it. And it doesn't look like a yeah. bag that could at all have a gun in it. The whole the whole, the whole, whole scene of him throwing the gun bag is crazy.
0: Well, just carrying around a gun like that in pieces doesn't compute to me for some reason. Like, they didn't have to be stealthy to come in. They weren't trying to hide themselves. They pretty much shot the first guy they came to and then walked in after that. So what was the point of having a gun in a bag?
1: I think I think this is Carl's thing. I think this is, you know, this is his gun. <laughs> I, I think this is why those, those, the guy uh, taking, a, taking a hit of his smoke, with, uh, Fritz, I think that's why he's giving the stink eye. He's just like, man, he does this every time.
0: God, not again. With the gun and the putting it together Come on Well, At least he <laughs> had his
2: jacket off for its... At least Carl had his jacket off
0: Oh gosh this dude <laughs> This <guy's Okay>. ridiculous <laughs> So of all the times to take A jacket off When you're planning on going outside That's not one of them <laughs> <laughs> Okay guys we've been inside all this time Now that we're going outside I'm taking my jacket off
1: He's <laughs> just got to reveal his cool terrorist sweater or wait, no, g- generic terrorist sweater.
0: <laughs> yes, generic terrorist sweater.
1: It's a cool generic terrorist sweater.
0: So, you said Fritz is the guy with the long reddish hair?
1: Oh, man, I, I think so. I hope so.
0: <laughs> what is with that hair? Is that a wig? It's got to be a wig, right?
2: I don't know. I wouldn't doubt that it's real. I'm sorry, I've been looking hey, up the temperature in LA. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: was like, where does Steve go? <laughs>
1: Maybe some of these guys are, like, in a German, like, rock band or something.
0: I could buy that. So, so jacket guy, do you think he's that guy? And and no offense to the ladies, but you guys know a lot of you ladies in offices tend to get cold and you wear your sweaters, even if it's 90 degrees outside. When you're sitting at your desk, you're like, it's chilly in here. I'm going to wear my sweater. Is he that guy? <laughs>
1: But then he takes he it, it off because it's serious time. Yeah, I don't know.
0: Yeah, because outside it's warm, but inside he's freezing. <laughs> the air conditioner's too cold.
1: Maybe he's uh, getting ready for some action, but yeah, maybe he was just, you know, one of the guys in the background, and he was just standing around. He's like, well, I'm not moving, so I'm cold now.
2: <laughs> so which one of these guys do we think is the biggest tool? Jacket guy, gun guy, or cigarette guy?
0: Jacket guy. Jacket guy's definitely the biggest tool. Jacket guy wins. <laughs>
1: Fritz, uh, Fritz is a little toolish in this moment, but I, I think he's he's got enough stuff going on. He's at least involved in the plot enough that I don't think he's could be the. I mo- think the he's justified.
0: <laughs> yeah, because who puts a gun together right before you have to use it?
1: The coolest guy ever.
0: After flipping tables,
2: <laughs> he's had a busy day.
0: He's he's he had a checklist going into this whole procedure. He's like, "There's some things I have to do while I'm here." <laughs>
1: Maybe that's why Fritz is giving Carl the stink eyes. Maybe uh, maybe that was another pool that they had going. Like, when is Carl going to put his gun together and Fritz lost? And he's like, <laughs> oh, shoot.
0: So we've got the table flipping pool. We've got the gun put together pool. And Fritz is like, I just can't
2: win. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Darn it, not again. You couldn't wait five minutes, could you?
2: <laughs> the Fritz and Carl, Carl rivalry knows no end.
1: <laughs> well, now I'm sad that this is our last minute for now. I want to follow this Carl and Fritz thing.
0: Yeah, they've been trying to outdo each other with long hair for a while now. <laughs> mine looks better. No, mine looks better. <laughs>
2: they've both got receding hairlines, too.
1: Maybe Fritz wants to be his brother, and now that Tony's dead, he's like, yeah, now this can happen.
0: Now's my chance. Carl and dye me. my hair blonde. <laughs> Forget this red. I, I tried red. It's not working for me. I'm going to go for blonde next.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he's, ta- he's talking to Jacket Guy about hair tips, and he's like, oh, never mind.
0: You don't have hair. You've got little curly hairs. What do you know about long and glorious hair? Are you even German? I'm cold. <laughs> I'm cold. I need my jacket. I've said it before, oh but
2: these guys have some ugly clothing.
0: <laughs> do they shop at terrorists or else?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this, the mock turtlenecks, the sweaters, the, none of this is good.
0: It's all very 80s.
2: You didn't have to dress like this in the 80s, Thomas.
0: You did if you were a terrorist (laughs) taking over Nakatomi Plaza. Apparently. There's
1: a lot of terrorists (laughs) in my middle school. What? (laughs) If the dress code is the same.
0: Oh, okay. (laughs) You almost lost me for a second there. (laughs) How did you make it out alive?
1: Just kept ordering pizzas.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So we get a little more back talk with the... uh... Uh dispatchers here who are completely within their rights, but she does kind of go about it the wrong way. I think he set her he put her on a bad foot, i think yeah, so you think <laughs> it's it's his fault he's not getting help, but she should be more proactive than that if they've had two occurrences at the same address. Yeah. they should be doing something about that
1: yeah we had a fire alarm now this guy's saying that terrorists are killing people but eh, it's christmas i'm sure it's
0: nothing we were a
2: lot more casual about terrorists in the 80s to be honest with you guys
0: true I mean it really
2: wasn't Happened to other people oh, i made it 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 deep i'm sorry
0: it's okay <laughs> you're completely right i mean
2: it was it, you i mean i can't imagine like somebody calling 911 would be blase about it but you didn't hear terrorists every day. Terrorists hijack planes every once in a while. Or a boat once. I mean, it never, it, never, it right. wasn't really a thing. We were so innocent then.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, the days of my youth. So if we're going to talk about the weather and Jack a Guy, we have to note that he's outside now with no shoes and no real shirt. He's just wearing his uh, uh eight, what do you call that? I mean, what's the real term for it? It's, a, it's a undershirt? Thing? Yeah, the undershirt thing. I know there's a bad term for it, but I don't want to use that term on this podcast. <laughs> oh. Especially when there's
1: especially when there's blood on it.
0: Right. <laughs> but he's out here in, in next to nothing, and Jack, can maybe Jack guy just didn't want to feel like he was being outdone.
2: <laughs> well I've researched the weather a bit while we've been chatting, and it's actually quite cool in LA in December. I was wrong about that.
0: Um it is it's not snowy, but it is cool. Yeah.
2: So I mean I I'd argue these guys do not need these giant sweaters and all of this, but it's it's not necessarily warm in LA.
0: I did grow up in Southern California, about an hour from LA, so yeah. Huh. But then, you know, our boy goes to all this trouble to put this gun together and he's gonna be you know, he's gotta be a badass. He's got his own gun. It's kinda like the guy that shows up at the pool hall who has his own pool stick that he has to put together. Uh, you know, yeah. he, he's he's he got to be good If you're going to show up with a, a stick you have to put together yourself You have to be good And the first two shots he takes Miss <laughs> and it's Maybe it's like, intentional it's, yeah, it's not like John was moving around He wasn't d- ducking or diving or dodging or anything He was standing pretty still And he still missed But he did get the dramatic uh, ricochet
2: I wonder if you put a gun together like that If it actually works as well as it's supposed to like is it sighted properly and all that or does it need to be tuned when you put it together? I, I haven't I haven't played with many guns or any guns. I
0: haven't played with many disassembled like guns that you can assemble and reassemble or disassemble and reassemble. So I'm not sure. I'm I imagine if it comes apart like that it's made to go back together well. Yeah. But otherwise you'd be getting flash out of the the joining points or something like that and that could be bad. I don't know.
1: We don't get to actually see who shoots, do we? So maybe would, No we don't. Maybe jacket guy kinda of popped out in front. He's like, I got this and then they're like, oh come on. Now we <laughs> your we're Jacket here. back on and go yeah. inside.
0: <laughs> you suck. <laughs>
1: they they look at him and like, why'd you miss? He's like, It's cold out here.
0: <laughs> if I had my jacket on, I would have made it. <laughs> my aim was off because my jacket arm was cold. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say your jacket arm was cold? Yes, and I know that came out wrong, but you know what I meant. No, I like it. <laughs> oh.
1: Gotta keep the jacket arm warm. His entire body is made for jacket.
0: <laughs> Makes me think of just... He, he normally walks around in just one of those sleeping bags with the the face you could, like, pull the strings on and make just, just your face show. It's chilly, guys. Come on.
1: The the whole terrorist team, they got it for Christmas and as a joke, but... <laughs> They got it for him as a joke, but he loves it. And he's like, oh, no, now he's taking the joke too far.
0: (sighs) He's wearing it again, guys. We've got a job to do here. No one's going to take us seriously. (laughs) Carl, this is all your fault. You bought it. He was your secret Santa.
2: (laughs) Well, maybe he thinks they all think he looks cool in it, but he's not not really on top. He's not really in on the joke. They all think it's horrible, and they're all making fun of him every time he's worn it for ages. Every operation they go on. Um, so <laughs> and it's like his go-to it's his go-to outfit completing out I, item but you know really it's not
0: so is this christmas day or is this christmas eve i don't think it's either you don't i thought i could have sworn it was one or the other but i'm probably wrong
2: mr um what's the mr taka what's the, the dead what's guy the dead guy's name <laughs> He's kind of a jerk for throwing a party on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day. If it is, I mean, who wants to go to their office party on Christmas Eve?
0: That's what, that's kind of why I was asking. Like, why would? What about the children? The poor children.
1: Oh, they've got you know, who is it that's watching the kids? Is it family or is that just the babysitter? Well, I know. He's got a nanny I know. Or something.
0: Yeah, he's got a, a an illegal uh illegal immigrant. Apparently.
1: Yeah, there you go. Someone's watching them. It's fine.
0: Because I know she's rather worried about INS being called later on in the movie. Wait, so. is she really? Yes. <laughs> oh, wait. The, that, wait, who's
2: more?
0: <laughs> that's how the reporter gets into the house. He's like, if you shut the store, I'm going to call INS. And then she lets him in.
2: I got to I gotta watch the end of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> how does it end?
0: Oh, I'm not going to tell you. You just have to watch.
2: Um, I, me- I meant to watch the whole thing before we did this. I so just... just didn't get
1: around to it uh so just so we don't uh sign off without coming up with an answer on christmas eve so this party is a christmas eve party
0: oh thank you (laughs) i thought it was close then at least it wasn't actually christmas day that's a little bit better but now all the parents are going to be sloshed on christmas morning
2: (laughs) well i'm gonna i'm gonna go so far as say that takaki is a bigger beast than
0: harry oh yeah yeah i mean who throws an office party on christmas eve in his defense, you know they have different holidays. What company has the biggest. Japan. They have Christmas in Japan. They have all holidays
2: in Japan. <laughs> and what? What company has its biggest day ever on Christmas Eve? That seems highly unlikely.
0: This is true. I cannot argue. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Maybe uh, Harry was on the planning committee, and you know he's so lonely. <laughs> then.
0: It was his. It was his idea. Yeah, Harry, Harry's like all the all the women who
2: have nowhere else to go will be at this party.
0: He's like, I promise you, this is going to be a hit. <laughs>
2: In his defense, you know, for what it's worth, the actor is Jewish. <laughs> I read it on Wikipedia.
0: I don't want to get too too much into the plan. Too many other people will get to those minutes, but but yeah, this is this is not the best time to be at this building. I don't think. I do like that the dispatchers get at least get a Christmas tree in their dispatch room, though.
1: Oh yeah, everybody's everybody's festive up. Actually, in this minute, the same minute, um, in their office where Hans is, where there's like a little Santa Claus sitting on the desk. Or an like <laughs> entry table.
0: Luckily, uh, Carl didn't flip that table.
2: Carl doesn't like Christmas.
0: Carl doesn't like much of anything, especially after his brother's dead.
2: It'd be nice to had a whole little musical interlude where Carl remembered things with his brother. Other heist gone <laughs> oh, well. Any <80's> flashback. Eighties <laughs> flashback slashback yeah.
0: montage. <laughs> it
2: went so well in Spider Man Three. Why not do it here?
0: Well, not everything can be as great as Spider Man Three. That is
2: true, except for X Three.
0: <laughs> there's something about the third movie in a trilogy sometimes that doesn't hold up.
2: I think that's going to be a lot of fun. If um, I think X three will be a lot of fun. If we, uh, I mean, I assume we get, we're going to get there. I think that'll be interesting to, to go over, particularly when you factor in the fact that, that it's been eliminated from continuity by, um, what is it? Days of future. Days Past? Of future
0: yeah. Yeah. That time travel does all kinds of fun things. Doesn't that's, it?
2: That's my favorite thing about it is that they, <laughs> they they pretty much just wiped that movie away with a smirk.
0: They wrecked it all the way right there. Oh, I
2: think days I think Days of Future Past is wonderful. Like that in the yes. um, the previous one is that the first class? No, Yeah,
0: first, first class, class? Yes.
2: Oh good, I'm getting these right. I'm pleased. Um, <laughs> but I think I think it'll be fun to talk about that movie because a because the the franchise has been redeemed since that. It's it's more or less clearly a low point. Um, right. Well, I guess Age of Apocalypse could be up there too. Um, but also because it's been changed by 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 a future movie, which I th- I think lends itself really well to the Back to the Future discussions. Though I don't know that these movies are on the level of Back to the Future.
0: Yeah, I, I look forward to talking about time travel. Time travel is always interesting and and comes up with some some great conversation pieces.
2: I think that's going to make for some pretty interesting content.
0: See, look, we're already time traveling as we speak. It's like finish, finish
2: the logo and the song and then.
0: <laughs> I imagine by that time we're going to be geniuses on this stuff. Uh, anyway, this has been awesome, guys. I'm glad we got to get through these minutes. Um, I had a great time joining you and it's always fun talking to you too. So,
2: You're just a guest. You don't get to
0: shut it down. I do. I'm, I'm shutting it down. <laughs>
2: Well, you started it up. I guess you might as well shut it down. Shut it down.
0: Exactly. I'm taking over.
2: D- do you have the notes on how to shut it down?
0: All right. So you can find If you're looking for me, you can find, check me out at The NeverEnding Minute, where we discuss the movie, The NeverEnding Story, one minute at a time, just like we're doing here. Maybe not quite as much gunfire, but still a fun movie. If you're looking for me, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at the Wookie Lives. If you want to check out Never Any Minute on Twitter, it's Nev and Min, that's N E V E N D M I N. Uh if you want to find these other two guys that that have joined me on this podcast, um <laughs> you can check them out at the com. and they they did just wrap up the Princess Bride. I think they have some other special episodes planned, but that's something to look forward to. Um, speaking of other stuff to look forward to the X Minutes and also UHF 60 Second should be great lastly if you're looking for information on this podcast check out Twitter at Die Hard Minute Facebook at Die Hard with a podcast listeners limo the big site is DieHardMinute.com and if you'd like to catch up on other Movies by Minutes check out MoviesByMinutes.com do you guys have anything else to add?
1: Oh, we're just letting you go. Have fun storming the castle.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's another story. Did my pizza get here yet? (laughs) There we go. That's your guys' tagline forever.
2: (laughs) Thomas, thanks for joining us. Um, Jonathan, uh, it's always a pleasure to uh, record with you.
0: Yeah,
1: and we will be back for another week later on.
0: All right, guys. Thanks a lot for having me. All right. Bye-bye, boys.
1: Didn't we already do this? I don't know. We, could, we did. I don't have anything new. It's do you have circular. anything new?
0: Time travel is happening right now. <laughs> Tell me you got that. I got it. I got it. Hit your heart on Channel 5.